Before we jump into today's conversation, let's take a moment to acknowledge our amazing sponsor, the Academy of Therapy Wisdom. Oh my gosh, we love this platform. They're the place I go now for all my CEUs. Stay tuned for a special offer at the end of the show. Please join us for our next live online workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, April 3rd through 6th of 2024. This is an experiential, active workshop designed to engage you in brain states that promote relational learning. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself. To get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to learn more and register. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts. We're also couples therapists and messy humans bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together, we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this podcast stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area. In this episode, we're discussing the following listener question. Why does my husband load the dishwasher like that? So why does my husband load the dishwasher like that? I just want to say for the record that my husband and I do load the dishwasher differently. So does my husband and I. So do we. Yep. When I heard this one, I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. We all probably have this one. Oh, when I heard this one, I burst out laughing and thought, that's my marriage. <laughs> well, is there actually a right way to load the dishwasher? I would say no, but most people would disagree with me. Yeah. <laughs> say, I mean, clearly, some people would say yes. It's kind of like the age old, how do you hang the toilet paper? <laughs> yes. There is a correct way to hang the toilet paper, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Of course there is. <laughs> yes. So in answers of why, there's usually one of two reasons. Either they've really thought through it and believe that their way is the right way, or they were taught to do it that way by their parents or whoever else, and they've never loaded it any different than that. That's the simple why. Why does my, my partner load the dishwasher? Why does the toilet paper go over the roll? Oh, yeah. Because that's the way it was forever. And I can't relearn it. <laughs> well, you could. Don't make me. <clears throat> don't make me. Right? It takes a lot of effort. My mother-in-law thinks the dishwasher is just a dry drying rack. <laughs> That's how my husband uses his dishwasher. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he loves hand-washing dishes. Yeah. My hubby's a hand-washed dish guy. Yeah. My and my mother, my mother-in-law thinks it's a drying rack. And my mother thinks that... You can put many dirty dishes on top of each other and somehow they'll all get washed. And see, this is where we get into, is there a right way? Mm -hmm. Forks up, forks down. We I think if stuff to the comments comes later. out clean, it's good. Right? Don't put away I'm dirty fine. dishes. Yes. <clears throat> so this gets us into something that happens a ton now, mm -hmm. which is that we think we know better. It's about being right. It's always about being right. So when I think about what's one of the most common reasons a couple would get into a fight, it's because they both think they're right and they have a different answer. So they both can't be right. 
Well, or they both can be, but it's subjective. Oh, well, yeah, there's that, the subjective piece. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's the piece about, like, is there room for both of them to be right? Like, when I'm loading the dishwasher, can I do it my way? When you're loading it, can you do it your way? Right. And here's the a piece that's funny about that it is, and I think Terry says this so well. So one of my mentors, Terry Real, our mentor, Terry Real, says the relational answer, not the objective answer. Notice this. The relational answer to who's right is who cares. Because the relational answer is I care about you feeling good in this relationship mm-hmm. more than I care about the right way to load a dishwasher. It is hard to get there. It's exceptionally hard to get there if what we're seeking mm-hmm. is validation for being right. Yeah. I like the way you're putting that because I think that's so much what people are going for when they get into an argument like this is they would get into a space. Mm, of of wanting you to do it my way because I'm right, mm-hmm. not do it my way because I asked you to. Right, right. And it, it it's almost like uh, an argument over what's what's more true. Right. Um, as opposed to an argument over, or or not even an argument, but a well, a direct request. Like it would really mean a lot to me if you could put the forks this way and the cups that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that probably is a new term, direct request. Yeah. So for a lot of our yes. people, people won't know what that means. So let's break it down. It starts with speaking from the eye. So it's either I would like this or could you do this as a favor to me? And I think it's about shifting from um, complaining. Yes. Right. Like, so, so you're, you're energetically moving things because you're, you're taking the complaint out. And instead of complaining, I don't like it when you blah, blah, blah. It's, I would like it if you. Yes. So that's the direct request comes when you speak it from the beginning rather than complaining from the back on the back end, you say it outright. Yeah. And that's what you're saying, Rebecca, the complaint is when it's already happened. And you did it quote unquote wrong. The request is before it's happened. Could you do it this way? Right. The other piece about direct request that is super important is that a request is not a demand. So demands are saved for really big stuff. And dishwashers are probably not in the big stuff category. And so a demand would be like, I want a monogamous marriage or I want an open marriage. Or I want Either children, way, that's or a, I don't want I don't children. want children, mm-hmm. right, exactly. I want to live in Canada, or I want to live in Texas. Um, so those would be more demand-level things. Um, sometimes even big stuff is requests and it's negotiable, but sometimes not. But a direct request, it's okay to hear a no. So I could say, would it be possible for us to load the forks this direction? And for my partner to say, Actually, no, I'm not going to do that. And that that would be an acceptable answer. Because what we're, what we're actually talking about there is being able to tolerate some degree of discord. Like if, if things don't go the way that I'm asking for, can, is it, can I still show you that I want to be here? Yeah, there's this little mini grief mm-hmm. that has to happen in that moment mm-hmm. where smoothness 
that some part of my system is longing for. I'm not going to get it in this moment. And that that's okay. Mm -hmm. And I can tolerate the little bit of sadness or the little bit of disappointment or the little bit of hurt that comes up as I see that we are different. The pain of the disappointment, Jules, that's what I was going to say. And you said the disappointment. There's pain in that disappointment, even if it's you won't put the forks in the way I want you to. But that's a request. And he's allowed to or she, whoever the partner is, is allowed to say no to that. They're even allowed to say, sounds like a great idea. I'm probably never going to remember that. (laughs) Please don't be offended when I do not honor your request. (laughs) You know, you you mentioned something else that I think I just want to tack back to. Our partners are not us. We're different. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a grief there too. Like, you know, I, I often will will talk about this in regards to kind of how siblings are. Like the great sibling rival, rivalry fight is often one of, why aren't you me? <laughs> why do you think differently than I think? I can't understand you. And I think partners often get trapped in that kind of space too. Mm-hmm. How yeah. could you possibly see it differently than I do? Mm-hmm. And then I think- Were you and- asking me? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> could have been. Same thing. <laughs> Oh, (laughs) and when we're fighting to be more the same, I think we miss the spice that is um, the difference. Like, I did not marry me. Thank God. I can get sick of me very quickly. My brain is insane. Um, So I thank God I did not marry me. And if I'm fighting to make us more the same. Mm-hmm. then I'm going to lose some of that attraction that lives inside that difference. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to lose the attraction. And yeah, I was just thinking about this question and how it can, we of course can fight over how, how much should we cook toast or which way the toilet mm-hmm. paper should go or which our fights are all, all about little stuff like that. And it's also okay just to wonder why your partner you is, know, different. is different than you. And so if, if it's more a question that's coming from there, then that's a moment for curiosity and ask them so they can tell you all about how their mom taught them to load the dishwasher when they were five, because that's probably a fun story too. <laughs> and, you know, I think so many of these differences are going to come down to that. Well, this is just what I was taught. It's how I learned to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And can we meet the differences with curiosity instead of defensiveness? Mm. Find out more. Yeah. Yeah. But to do that, it's really important that I'm open to whatever comes. Right. Because if I'm, if I'm, if I'm sort of putting on curiosity, mock curiosity, right. Mm -hmm. Because I know it's what I'm supposed to do. Right. It's not going to feel good on the, on the receiving side. Right. And if it's super important to you that the dishwasher gets loaded the right way, just make it your job to load the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. That's always an option too. You don't even, you know. Yes. And I think there's one danger in there. And that's Mm. that if it's always your job to load the dishwasher, does that mean that your partner then feels judged? Well, I think that's a good question. But then I would also say, you know, we could, allow space for this just to be really important for me and me not want to put that on you. 
And that has then to do with how I'm putting that out there. If I just say, well, okay, well, the dishwasher is now my job because I don't like how you do it versus, you know, I'm really picky about the dishwasher. So Mm -hmm. can this just be my thing? Can I (laughs) totally (laughs) that that second way? So much, so much better relationship connection. <laughs> yeah, and and it, you know why? It's because it comes from vulner- vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, right. It's just this is weirdly important to me, and I know that's a quirk, but and I know just I, let it, me because it, it's a quirk. It, it might be too hard to explain it, so I'm not. You know, like just just know that I know this about me, and that that I think is a big piece. I know this about me. Mm-hmm. I'm not demanding or requesting from a place that I don't know something about me. I need to know where this is coming from. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's all for this week, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why Does My Partner? We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, Join us at our boot camp. You'll find the next date at whydoesmypartner.com. We want to tell you more about our sponsor, Therapy Wisdom. Jules is one of their amazing educators. And you can also find teachers like Janina Fisher, Bessel van der Kolk, Deidre Fay, and Akila Riley Richardson, plus a bunch of people you might not have heard of, but will definitely want to start following once you take their courses. And because you listen to us, the Therapy Wisdom team is offering a secret code to give you free access to one of my one-hour wise conversations. Use the code WDMP at checkout. If you're a licensed therapist, coach, healer, or someone who's invested in doing the deep work of personal healing and want to learn about topics like neurobiology, supporting trauma healing, incorporating intersectionality and somatic work, then this is the place for you. Discover some of the most heart-led and quality courses available in a community of people who are invested in spiritual growth, equity, inclusion, and developing expert-level clinical skill. Visit therapywisdom.com or click the link in the show notes and use the WDMP discount code. Thanks, Therapy Wisdom. We love you.